As we enter into this Advent season, we know that all is not right with the world. Whether the not right resides within us, our emotional or relational world, or maybe more broadly, in our churches, our neighborhood, or the wider world around us, we have an unsettled feeling that something just isn't right. We feel grief, we lament, we feel anger and protest. We feel a deep longing as we engage in a hurting world and with our hurting selves. How long will we wait, O Lord? If Christmas is the ultimate celebration of our joy, then Advent is for our longing. Falling to pieces, engaging Advent, even when all is not right with the world. Today's reading in Isaiah is such a clear picture of a world I want to be a part of. Isaiah invites us to imagine a future in which God's reign is at the center of our world. A future where God's judgment, true and just, begins to settle the disputes of many people. A future where God's way of life flows out from the throne room and begins to change everything. In this future, the world's worn-out and war-torn way of life begins to give way to peace. Before long, swords and spears become so useless, and beside the point, we melt them down so we can make gardening implements. We begin to pour our collective energy, focus, and genius back into the earth and into each other. Imagine the good things that will begin to grow. Things get so good for so many people that we soon forget that fighting and war ever had a use. Friends, I want to live in that world so badly. As a follower of Jesus, where do you imagine that God will begin planting the seeds for this new and beautiful world that Isaiah saw? Among world governments? In a corporate boardroom? Well, maybe. But more likely, I believe it will begin with us as God's people. I believe those seeds are already being planted among us. It happens every time God's people gather together across theological and political fault lines and set aside their worn-out and war-torn arguments. Every time we allow God to be the judge, every time we open ourselves up to God's way of living, every time we work at being a people of peace, every time we do those things, God is planting the seeds of our future. Now, this isn't mere speculation, friends. I've seen it with my own eyes. In the last several years, something weird has started happening at New Leaf gatherings and events. Leaders from the four corners of the Canadian church have begun taking a seat around our proverbial dinner table. Routinely, we're surprised by the unlikely combination of dinner guests, the unlikely meals that they bring to share, the unlikely conversations that ensue. It's, it's, something, it's not something we set out to do. But we do know that it comes from God. At the New Leaf table, we're sharing two things from our respective vantage points in different denominations, networks, and neighborhoods. Many of our churches are either plateaued or shrinking, and at the same time, God is bringing hope. Our collective suffering and our collective hope are what draw us together. At times, we're like a gathering of Isaiah's, as we tell the truth about the very real and very serious decline in the Canadian church. We need each other because we think it's just us, and it isn't. We need each other because we feel alone. We aren't. 
We need each other because we feel like fools for holding on to these hope-filled visions. We aren't. This Advent reader you're about to enjoy is an example of what I'm talking about. The flavors you're about to sample come from different places, geographically, theologically, politically, and sociologically. To some palates, these flavors won't mix well together. And I'll be the first to admit, I'm not always ready to share in God's unlikely feast of suffering and hope. And if you're like me, and you aren't used to dinners like this, please take note. Our little Advent reader may not always be a safe space for you, a place for you to eat everything you're used to eating and already know how to make at home. Instead, we hope to offer, what we hope to offer you here is a brave space. A brave space is an opportunity to encounter difference. It's a table set right here in the middle of the rubble-strewn and fertile soil of the Canadian church. Before we begin, here's a little poem that's brought, been brought to our attention from several different directions in recent weeks. We don't believe in coincidences, so we suspect this might serve as the Spirit's formal invitation for you to join our unlikely Christmas dinner. It's called An Invitation to Brave Space. Together we will create brave space because there is no such thing as a safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we have all caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume of the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. This space will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be, but it will be our brave space together. And we will work on it side by side. By Mickey Scott Bay Jones. Oh, come, oh, come, Thank you. 